All right, people. Uh, my name is The Charm, Charmy, a.k.a. You So Charming, Mr. Charm, whatever you want to call me. Anything with Charm on it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my gang, Wildlife. Shout out my boy, DY7, Dwayne, just joined in. Yes, sir, Dwayne. Yes, sir. That's my brother right there. Shout out, Wildlife. We in here. The gang is here. All right, all right. Well, let me know what's your, what's your pre-release about? My pre-release, uh, well, my uh, release is called Project Transformation. It will be dropping this Friday. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the name really speaks for itself. It's about me transforming. It's about me. Um, if you heard to be a kid again, you know, it was about me being, uh, you know, kind of renewed, but in the kid sense. And, you know, kids, you know, kids, not. I'm not going to say kids aren't mature, but, you know, kids are all over the place. And that was an album I gave you with me and my emotions all over the place. Uh, some things I was right about, some things I was wrong about. You know what I'm saying? Although I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I let it off in an improper manner as like a kid would. But with Project Transformation is, you know, me being renewed all over again. And, you know, you get to see the the new form of myself. It's more mature. It's more settled, more calm. It's me. And then the name, a lot of people ask me where the name comes from. Uh, it's actually a, a nonprofit organization. Uh, some parts all over, you know, uh, the United States. But uh, one is in Dallas. And it's called Project Transformation. That's what they're called. And the thing they do is, you know, it's a faith-based camp type thing. And they uh, are based in, like, project areas. You know, areas of where, you know, like South Oak Cliff, Oak Cliff, places like that. Or, you know, areas that's being gentrified. And they call it Project Transformation. And, you know, that's what I got the inspiration from. Well, the name, but as far as the inspiration, self-inspired. Okay, 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 okay. And I, uh, I worked at, and I actually worked the nonprofit organization back in 2017. I was an intern. And, you know, working with those kids, seeing those kids, you know, it made me realize, you know, they just like me. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's about. Okay, okay, okay. So what made you make your style of music? Like, I listened to your music, and I was like, yeah, this is hard. Like, you had some turn-up songs. Uh -huh. You had some songs where you was really going in on some, like, Jay-Z kind of stuff. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? So what made you make your style of music? Uh, my style of music, well, you know, I have, you know, respect to hip-hop. You know, it's just all respect to hip-hop. And, you know, you know, me being from the South is all dirty South. You know, Andre 3000, you know, Outkast, Scarface, UGK. You know, uh, the Ghetto Boys, people I grew up in the South, No Limit, Mystical, all them. But, you know, it was combining that dirty South flavor because a lot of people don't understand the flavor came from the South. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what elevated it was, you know, the sounds that East Coast and the West Coast provided. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So taking a sound like West Coast, like uh, Tupac, Kendrick, uh, also like West Side Boogie, um, and then taking the East Coast sound, you know, Biggie. Mm -hmm. I was I love Biggie. Biggie, that's my mm -hmm. dog. So, you know, it's using, you know, the sounds they have, the consciousness wave they have, and combining it with the Southern sound. So that's where you get me from. And you okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So... With that being said, what does your songwriting process that look like? Do you come up with a hook first? Do you get a beat first? Like, what? take me through your process. Um, the process, actually, I have to find a beat first. The beat actually has to speak to me right. in order for me to speak back to it. So I, I find that process first, and then depending on how the beat was made, uh, makes me, you know, that's how I either get the hook first or I'll start off with the verse first. But a lot, nine times out of ten, I really want you to listen to the verse because I can write some fire lyrics. Mm -hmm. Now, the hook actually takes me longer to write than the verse. Because the verse will hit so hard, but I hold on the hook, got to match it now at this point. So it just all depends on what I'm feeling. 
right then and there. Sometimes I can come up with a song and it just be the hook and I'll leave the verses open. Then I'll come back to it. But most times it's I write the verse first and then the hook comes later. Okay, okay, okay. So like if you heard like Gas or my song Grinding, uh, those the verses came first for those songs. So that's okay. why you know, that's why the hook's kind of lazy on those songs. Like Gas is just be repeating Gas the whole time. But a lot of people don't know that Gas is not about Gas. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how people can gas you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be in good nature or bad nature. And, you know, that song is about, you know, people being gassed up in a bad nature. You know, fake wannabe drug dealers, trappers, gangbangs, you know. Mm-hmm. That stuff is not okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not cool with lying and I'm not cool with being lied to. And I had a situation last year I went to, uh, you know, it's sensitive, but, you know, I had someone aboard my, my kid last year. And that's what that song, the song was about her and then people that was involved in that situation. So it was just mm-hmm. me attacking them and projecting that deal. And that's the yeah, that's where you get the whole point of to be a kid to get from. Cause you know, kids, most kids don't take responsibility for their actions. So, you know, they just want to project whether it's good or bad. So, you know, it's me projecting. So with this, with this project transformation coming out, it's me actually projecting that myself. It's self-reflection. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I still had a hand in that situation, although you can consider that situation not my fault in a sense. But you know, me being a man, a man is, you know, subjected to being the leader or leading, you know, the cause of anything, whether it be a woman or whatever cause you have. And, you know, people don't know my side and how I led in that situation as well. So, you know, I led some areas it was okay, but most times I led in a bad way. So it's just letting you know who I am and going back and giving you that reflection on who I am in this situation. A lot of people listen to her and they feel like they ready to attack the person that hurt me. And I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? She attacked me because she was attacked. You know what I'm saying? She has a story to tell too. So you know, now it's just me looking at myself and, you know, what I added to her life or took away from her life and, you know, vice versa. I can feel that. I can feel that. That's hard, man. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I'm sorry for your loss. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate that for real. But, and it's crazy, you know, she gave me the inspiration because, like, you know, she's still a fan of my music. Mm-hmm. And one thing she did tell me after all everything was said and done, you know, don't don't bash me out on social media. Just put it in the music. And I was like, you know, you kind of make a lot of sense, even though you fouled her the mug. I feel like she was playing victim. But in a sense, she was right, too, in the same sense. So I was just like, you know what? I can do that and put mm-hmm. it in my music. And then, you know, it actually became a great thing. You know, a lot of people are listening. Now, more people are actually listening than what I thought would listen. But mm-hmm. it, it was a great thing that happened nonetheless. I didn't end up hurting nobody. I wanted to, but you know what I'm saying? I ended up hurting nobody. If any, if I hurt anybody, it was myself. But I pulled myself up out of that. I was like, bro, it's time to grow up. It's time to man up. You, know mm-hmm. you can't be holding on to this hurt. You know what I'm saying? It happened last year. Some people was like, they'll still be holding grudges. But it's just like, you know, I wasn't raised that way. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So I got a question. Actually, this whole thing is me asking questions, but I do got a question. <laughs> what? So, what is your favorite song of yours? Ooh, Lord. Ooh. All right. So, uh, when I first started, I started. Uh, I actually been rapping since I was eight. I didn't take it serious until year twenty seventeen, and I didn't think to start putting anything out to like twenty nineteen. So uh, before I became, you know, somebody was on all platforms, I was a SoundCloud rapper. And, you know, mo- a lot of my mixtapes and stuff was on there. I ended up removing them because of quality purposes and, you know, who I am now. How I rapped then, I did not rap like that. 
like right now. <laughs> I was I was on some other stuff, and you know what I was inspired by then is what the sound you was got. Like back then, I was a big fan of uh, XX uh, Sensation before he died, and then uh, a lot of JID, and you know they their music is kind of eerie. It's kind of eerie, kind of at your face, cutthroat, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I gave. But I was like, no, nah, you got to cool down. Give them water. Don't give them fire. Give them water. So I had to calm that down. So I deleted all those songs off there, and then I reinvented myself, you know, this year, and I dropped uh, To Be A Cure Again, uh, August 6th of 2021. And a lot of people don't know, I actually dropped two EPs. Those on all platforms uh, back in May of 2021. It was May 20th of 2021. I dropped two EPs at the same time. And I deleted them because uh, they were rushed, and I actually engineered them by my own hand. And it was just something to do just to go ahead and uh, get my feelings off. You know, I was going through depression still. I was still down and out. And, you know, I was like, just really wanting to be heard. And wasn't nobody hearing me about, you know, the situation I went through last year. So I was just like, you know, give them something, you know, they can actually hear me. You know what I'm saying? That was, it was let off in the wrong sense. So I was just like, you know, go ahead and delete those because they're really not you. Well, I mean, it was me, but it was, you know, me angry. And I didn't want to let people know I was angry because I'm not just an angry person. So, you know, I deleted those two EPs and reinvented my music. It took a couple months. It's like, what, from May all the way to August, like three months? Yes, yeah, so I reinvented myself. And then I gave you To Be A Kid Again, and then that would mean Private Transformation. But as far as my favorite song, I've made a lot of songs, but I couldn't tell you my favorite song right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a song that you're most proud of? Like, there's a song that you like, I, I show this hoe off more than any other song. Uh, gas, uh, gas is on my uh, album to be a kid again, grinding. And I actually like the last song on my last album. It's called London. Mm-hmm. It's spelled L-U-N-D-E-N. And you know, uh, you think about the London Bridge, in Paris. And it was just I had this thing like, you know, it was to be a kid again. So if you listen to to be a kid again the whole way through, you hear a lot of references to being the kid. You know, we uh, growing up being part of this like this musical choir, I guess, in school. We, we they taught us London Bridge is falling down, so it has that in. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, London Bridge is falling down, but people don't understand that London is me. Mm-hmm. It's me falling. And you know, you're gonna catch me when I fall, or you're gonna watch me break and shatter the pieces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, then you know, that's how Project Transformation came about. It was a it was a a, a, re- a reinstatement off to be a kid again, just a part two to be a kid again, but in a different way. Okay, okay, okay. And I, I I noticed you mentioning your influences a lot going back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would your dream <laughs> collaboration be? Oh, my dream collaboration be okay. So um, ooh, Kendrick Lamar, of course, because you know that's my one of my favorite rappers of all time right now. But uh, recently, where I get you know most of my influence, inspiration from, you hear my music. I get uh, a lot of people actually comparing me to him, and I actually liked it a lot. But Isaiah Rashad is a big one, mm. and Westside West Boogie is a big one. I love mm-hmm. Isaiah Rashad and Westside Boogie. So if I collab with anybody, it'll definitely be Isaiah Rashad and Westside Boogie. They okay. Are. And then I got one of my family, my little bro. Shout out J Rock. He told me then he mad at me for deleting them two EPs. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nah, Azero Shad and J Rock. I mean, Azero Shad and uh, West Side Boogie for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so like, what made you choose the name The Charm? Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't choose this name. Uh, it was actually given to me by my boy Johnny. Uh, I went to school at Prairie View A&M uh, down in Houston. Shout out to PB. Um, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, you know. Yes, sir. And um, it was my freshman year. I think it was the second semester. We was at a, a spring fest party. And, you know, I have a way with words sometimes, and I know how to talk to women. You know what I'm saying? It, it not to sound like, you know, like I'm a player or a hoe or something, but it's just I know how to talk. You know what I'm saying? And uh, our, curf- <laughs> our curfew one night, uh, our freshman had curfew. Our curfew was 2 a.m. And uh, we went to the party, and, you know, we made it back. It was like 1.30. And one of the girls, she was choosing heavy. She was choosing. She was like, wonder if I didn't have to some something I have you right now. And I checked the I checked my time. It was 1.30. I said, well, you know, curfew don't end till 2. And they had everybody in there shook. And my boy, Giant, looked at me. He was like, bro, you're charming. That's what you are. You try to watch how you talk to women, how you handle women. This mm-hmm. is you. I'm going to call you the charm from now on. And he called me that. And he actually calls me that for real. He doesn't call me my real name. He doesn't call me my family nickname. No nickname my boys gave me. He calls me the charm. And, you know, he'll let you know, hey, that's my name I gave him. And y'all better respect it. <laughs> so uh, so that's what it was. <laughs> and it stuck. And I, I took a hold of it. I was like, bro, it's, it's actually fitting. And I told my boys about it when I came back home. That's like, no, when you really are charming, though. And then my mom used to call me that growing up. Now, a lot of uh, women growing up used to be like, oh, he's going to be such a little heartbreaking when he gets older, this, that, and that, and that. So it stuck. And it actually fit me. And then, you know, instead of calling me the charm, you know, I wish I could change it because I actually like Charmy now. I like Charmy. I want people to know my new name is Charmy. C-H-A-R-M-Y. I like Charmy. So call me Charm. You call me the Charm still. My, my release, my music is still going to release as the Charm. But Charmy, that's my name. And I always got the logo ready, the four-leaf clover ready. Mm-hmm. And the, the four-leaf clover was inspired by Lil Flip because Lil Flip used to call himself Lucky, and he always used the four-leaf clover. And, you know, that's another Dirty South representative. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can use this for myself, but actually use it consciously and use it as a, a use it in a different way. <laughs> Somebody said you're not allowed to talk to my wife. <laughs> chill, chill, I don't do taking women. I cannot do that. <laughs> I don't do taking women. You are all good. <laughs> so... Who is who would you say is your biggest supporter? Ooh, mm. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, my biggest supporter is uh, I have a homeboy. His name Quay. It's his uh, baby sister. Her name is Kennedy. She's my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. And you know, my family will argue that. My boys will argue that. J Rock will probably argue that. But Kennedy is my biggest fan. I wish he was tuned in right now, but J Rock is J Rock is playing me right now. Watch out, J Rock, you wildin'. <laughs> Watch out, dude. But uh, no, it, it is definitely Kennedy. She is my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. She makes sure to drop every link, share everything. She posts everywhere. Is and but I have a great support system. Everybody supports me for no doubt. But if I can choose one, it's definitely my boy Quay, baby sister Kennedy. She messes with me and my music heavy. Okay, 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 okay. So, now, what type of artist do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself like a conscious rapper, a lyrical rapper? uh, Like you said, you mix the East Coast style and the Down South style. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you make a little baby with that. But, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, w- I would like to consider myself conscious and lyrical, but um, listening to Isaiah Rashad a lot and he's and, and like being influenced by him, you know, he's conscious and lyrical too, but he also has this sense of, you know, I make music for the Bibles. And, you know, it, there are conscious and lyrical people out here, but their music not enjoyable sometimes. Mm. 
know what I'm saying? Sometimes it'd be a whole lot of complex lyrics or stacked lyrics just for no reason. You know, you tone it out because the song isn't wavy, it's not vibing. And so I'll, I'll try to combine that and then make a vibe out the song. So, you know, you're going to get, you know, some turn-up songs out of them. You might get a couple of trap songs out of them. But, you know, in those turn-up songs or trap songs, you're going to hear my life in it as well. If you listen to the lyrics, you're going to be like, oh, wait, he actually he is talking about something. But the the tempo and the way this song go got me like, yeah, this song kind of hard. And it's like, yeah, that's how I want it to be. You know, you got to enjoy the music to listen to it. And then while you're listening, you actually hear like, oh, he actually saying some shit right now. He is definitely saying some. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all catch that? I get that all the time. Be like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I consider myself a songwriter. Let me say that I can consider myself a songwriter. Okay, okay, okay. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it coming from you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're giving me big songwriter vibes. Yeah. And then I, I would definitely write for other people too. I, I don't mind being a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I ain't going to air you out. You know what I'm saying? You I, might, I might have to take you up on that. I might okay. have to take you up on that. Do that because a, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, now, I, I, I feel like I have a good voice, but sometimes some people have better voices. Like, you know, Drake, mm-hmm. you know, Drake has an amazing voice, you know what I'm saying? And it works for him having ghostwriters. I would be, I would be Drake's ghostwriter. I know his voice will make my lyrics very, very impactful. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I would definitely do that. It's just all depending on the artist, you know what I'm saying? So. I feel you. I feel you. Um, So. What advice would you give to yourself when you were starting out? Like, what advice would you give to yourself? I would tell myself to slow down, slow down, slow down, find yourself, uh, find your niche, find your voice, um, find your style. That's what I would definitely tell myself. Because back then, I was just, I would just take what I was given. Well, you know, if I was listening to it at that time, or I'll go dig up something, and be like, okay, yep, here's my influence. I'm going to put this out there. And, you know, the song, the songs were good as far as the lyrics go, but they wasn't vibing, you know? And I found all my old songs in my emails not too long ago. And I was listening to them, and I was like, bro, people actually jam these? Wow. They don't make any, they make no sense at all. They make no, absolutely no sense at all. You can definitely tell I was all over the place. You can definitely tell I was in a stage of hurt, uh, you can definitely tell, you know, yeah, this guy's just now starting out. And a lot of people could tell that for sure. A lot of people could definitely tell that. And I was just like, man, yeah, I would definitely tell myself, slow down. Slow down, actually think about it, write it all out, process it, make sure everything makes sense. Make sure it's cohesive. It needs to sound like water. It needs to be water. That's exactly what I was like. And that's exactly what I would tell myself. That's why I am now, so I will definitely tell my old self that being like, bro, slow down. You got this. I feel you, I feel you. And it was just really looking for escape because when I first dropped music, I was going through a terrible, terrible breakup. And most of my music is about women, whether, you know, they hurt me or I hurt them, or, you know, you get to see me being charming. (laughs) But most of my music really be about women, and a lot of people don't know that. And I I really be hurt behind women sometimes, make your chest hurt. My chest be, like, it be squeezing it. Like, bro, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I can't breathe, then they'll be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna hurt her. I'm gonna hurt myself. <laughs> so that's that's what that is. So you know, it's it's a great it's a great outlet. It's a great outlet. And I used to um two weeks ago I stopped smoking. That used to be my other outlet was smoking. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm really just now getting my my well grounded nature back. 
uh, started back working out, started back doing my Tai Chi. My grandfather taught me. Uh, started back, you know, being sober minded, see if I can make music sober. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And you know, this this album is coming out Friday. Uh this change happened after that. So you're gonna you're gonna hear my hurt, you're gonna hear my outlets, you're gonna see the outlets, you're gonna feel the outlets. But after that, you know, you're gonna get sober me, the new me. So that's that's what it's gonna be when I drop. I feel it. I've been so you're gonna yeah, you're gonna you gonna enjoy the project for sure though. It's gonna be it's very enjoyable because you know I know where my head is at and I know what I want to talk about. But after this, sober me, the new improvement. That's why it's called Project Transformation. And it's just and it's like your tongue can really put a lot into place. You know what I'm saying? Your tongue really put a lot in place. You know, like whether you think it or whether you say it, you manifest it. And I didn't know I was gonna manifest this this coming around. You know, it's called Project Transformation. I know I was gonna be transformed. But I ain't expect to be transformed like this. Like, I really stopped smoking. And it's like, it's crazy because the people that know me know, you know what I'm saying? One of gonna smoke. <laughs> Tom gonna smoke. He gonna light up. He gonna roll up, light up something. But it's just like, nah. I'm gonna find you a different way and do something else. I feel you. I feel you now. <laughs> J-Rock is playing me right now. <laughs> I love you, J-Rock. Keep tuning in, G. <laughs> <laughs> who do who would you say you make music for? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, I used to say I make music for myself, but that's back when I was being selfish. Mm-hmm. I was being selfish, and you know, when I get mad or something, or I feel like I'm mad at somebody, somebody hurt me, or I feel like I'm gonna have to get them, I do become very, very selfish. So it was for me at first, but for now it's for you know those people that's being in my shoes or trying to get out of my shoes. And you know what I'm saying? It's just letting people know, hey, look, I'm you and you are me and you're not alone here. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Exactly. So I make music for the people that I've been through what I've been through or worse. But you know, my story doesn't downplay somebody else's story. It's somebody mm-hmm. can go through something much, much worse than you or something much, much greater than you. Okay, so okay. That's what my music is for now. Okay, so where, so then where do you imagine hearing your music play? Like, would it be like the club? Would it be like a bar restaurant? Would it be more like you know movie? It'll be. I, I do want. I do hear my. Mu- I do hear my music in movies and games. But it's it's where you sitting there right now in the car, mm-hmm. ride around chilling, ride around chilling, thinking. You thinking mm-hmm. all right. So that's why I really want my music to be played at the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what my music is. And you know, I got some club, I got some club bops and stuff like that, but I don't really, I really, you know, don't approve of that at the end of the day. I want you to sit and listen and think. You know, at the club, you probably you know distracted by something, you know, warming some drink, some smoke. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you catching the vibes, but you're not feeling the vibes. I actually want you to feel the vibes. And the, and the car is a perfect place. I feel that you get that tight knit kind of circle in the mm-hmm. in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, what else do you do other than music? Like, do you do you make videos? Not videos. Do you do you record videos? Do you do your marketing promo? Make beats? Like, what else do you do? Oh uh, uh, well, uh, Beto actually does my music. Uh, shout out Beto. Uh, Beto actually does my music videos. Um, I deleted them not too long ago because me and my videographer Beto we had bumped heads, and you know, it was on some childish stuff, you know. My life wasn't at where I wanted to be, and his life wasn't at where he wanted to be, so we clashed. 
But, you know, just recently, you know, I, I man never bad apologized to him. I'm talking about, you know, my bad for coming at you like that. It wasn't you, and it's me. And, um, but other than that, what I do, really, I like to uh, box, train, and cook. That's what I do. And then, you know, you see my sword here. I taught myself how to sword fight. I taught myself how to sword fight a little bit. But other than that, you know, uh, beats, I don't make beats. Uh, my brother makes my beats for me, or Beats and K makes my beats for me. Uh, I taught myself how to engineer so I can do that. But other than that, training, fighting, and cooking, that's what I do. Oh, and rapping, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say you balance all of that in your daily life? Like, how do you balance it? Uh, you just find time in a lot of things. Um, Back then, um, I used to try to cram and make sure I got this much time set for this, 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 and it's unhealthy. Uh, I only work out an hour a day. Uh, I train only an hour a day. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like cooking, I go cook. I'm going to be cooking later uh, in just a few after this uh, podcast. But it's just finding time and actually, you know, days are taken little by little and day by day. So don't try to overbury yourself throughout the days. And I used to do that, and it used to, it used to weigh down on me heavy. And that's what had me even more depressed on top of what I was going through. So, you know, be light with it. Everything comes slow. You know what I'm saying? Life is slow. Life is about patience. So just being patient with myself and being patient with my passions and my talent. So I, I, that's what, that's definitely what it is. Just being slow, taking one step at a time. Okay, okay, okay. So we in the last couple minutes of the interview. Do you have a snippet of a song you want to play, or do you have like a little a little something you want to perform for us? Oh, okay, okay. I, I can definitely I can definitely play y'all a snippet. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I'm actually gonna play y'all one of the songs I feel like gonna be the best song on the album. So if you tune in, you really finna get a treat right now. Let me uh let me get it together on my computer. I'm gonna move you around this way. Let's see. Move you over here. Uh this song is called Love Me. And this is the song. Uh this is one of my favorite songs right now. And I feel like it's probably lyrically, I think this is the best song I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. And it's called. Well, shout out your new album and the name of the song and all of that. Okay, uh, my new album is called Project Transformation. It comes out December tenth this Friday, and the song I'm gonna play you guys is called Love Me. If my computer stops acting a donkey, give me just a moment here. It's cool. I'm gonna feel the airway. I want you to 
Y'all gonna have to get the rest of it when it drops. But man, that shit was hard, though. That shit was hard. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And somebody said DBZ quote fire. That's the uh, that's the you're gonna hear that throughout the whole album. I'm gonna let you know, like, this isn't my final form. You know, growth is growth has no ceiling. So you know what I'm saying? Keep growing, keep growing. Growing, and, you know, I'm a, yeah, every day. Every day. Every, I appreciate that, Dwayne Raven. I got you. I got you. What time is open mic? Five? Oh, yeah, I'm in there. I get off at 3.30. I'm in there. Oh, I'm yeah. in there. Yes, sir. Y'all going to mess with this song made me cry like a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And I hope if I'm if my album don't make y'all cry, I didn't do it right. I'm going to redo it. <laughs> 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 I'm going to redo it. He said, it. I don't make it cry. I didn't do it right. I didn't do it right, man. I didn't do it right. And I got y'all. I'm going to be there, Raven. I got you. I'm going to be there. Hey, well, thank you, man. Is there anything else you want to say to the people? Uh, man, shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Please listen to my music on Friday. It drops Friday. Thank you for all those that does support and all those that will support. And it looks like I done gained a couple fans here tonight. So, man, it's going to be very, very pleasant. And thank you for having me, brother. No problem. Yes, sir. Y'all make sure y'all have a good day. Shout out Wildlife. It's the game. Yes, sir. Adios. Yes, sir. <laughs>